Okay, Taira Ches. We are finishing off Meneris Zahav. That's the name of the Taira. We are going to be on page Yud Aleph Amad Aleph in the standard print by Ice Tess. But just to uh, just to regain our stride over here. I'm going to use the summary again from Rav Chaim Kramer's notes, um, although we had a more expanded summary in the last, uh, probably in the second or the third week, as we summed up where we were. But just to summarize, we started off the Torah saying that Ruach Chaim, the essence of life, uh, when a person has a chisar, and we'll see in Ruchnius and Gashmius, a person can uh, replenish the Ruach Chaim that he has by an anacha, by a groan. A uh, person feels that lack. They're in the process of doing tshuva. They krechts and they have an intake of breath. And when they have that intake of Ruach, that intake of Vipav of Nishmas Chaim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Ruach Chaim, we said based on Maimar uh, Chazal and Chazal, that that when a person or someone a person when one blows so you think about blowing up a balloon so it's coming from the inner the innermost part of a person that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, when he blew so to speak the neshama into uh, into Adam. That was a very, uh, an innermost, a primal connection, as it were. So we said that when a person has this intake of ruach, he's able to reconnect uh, and uh, line himself up with the ruach chayim. Now that ruach chayim is received uh, via an attachment with the tzaddik hadar. Why? Because when we when there's a tamar chacham, a tzaddik, a person will see in a second what type of a tzaddik. But when there's a tzaddik, so that person is really he, have, he has his batlus of himself uh, to a Baruch Baruch who is completely davak to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and to the Daladamas of Halacha, and that becomes that becomes his rotzayin, and that that's his thought. So he is really the embodiment. The, the Gemara tells us that it's a that, that people who uh, it's a it's a shtus that people will stand up for a safer Torah. And not stand up for a tamal chacham. So by a person's his chabras, they take his eitzes. But a person is his chabras and is his bathless to the tzaddik. So then he's able to draw in this ruach chayim and attach himself to the Torah and to the essence of life. The problem is going to be so rasha and people that are not aligned with the with the truth and with the Torah. And with Ratzon Hashem, and they're not getting their source via a tzaddik. So where is it that these people have their ruach chayim, so to speak? Where is it that they seem to have their energy? So again, go back and listen to those shiurim. But we discussed Zelu Umazad that they have a rav de klipa, and that they are able to get energy from. A uh, the 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 other side, so to speak, something that's not attached all the way at the top. And one of the one of the uh, the ideas that we said is, if you can imagine a stream of air, you turn on a gas flame, so it might not seem that strong, um, but it's so to speak infinite. It's 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 coming from the source, and even if you would blow the stream, so it would seem to dissipate, right? But ultimately, it's attached and it's anchored in the source. Whereas if something was a closed universe, there was like a oh, you would stir something up very quickly, uh, then it might be more stormy, it was. A, it would be a Ruach Sa'ara, Beshaito, in its time, it would seem to have even more energy and you wouldn't be able to fight against it. It, it would be able to, uh, a very powerful uh, wind would be able to disrupt that stream. But ultimately, since it doesn't have, it only has limited momentum. It's not anchored in an ultimate source. It will ultimately fall away. It's just a slow death uh, in terms of where it's holding. Rasham b'chayeim, afilu b'chayeim, kriyim mesim, and ultimately uh, it'll fall away. And therefore, the rishayim are able to draw their source of life from this rav de klipa, which is not rooted in the source, but it is a, uh, at least in a temporary sense, in an immediate sense, it's a uh, seemingly alternate source of energy, and therefore... 
We said that unless a person is truly rooted uh, in the Torah to the extent that he is a tzaddik gomor, that his his midos and his self are totally not just what he thinks and does and says, but that the that the person in his elements in his dalad yisaidis is kolkulo taira, kolkulo attached to yudke vavke and aligned with hakadosh baruch hu. So if there is some sort of an admixture inside of him where the ra will resonate, so then when he comes when he comes into contact, Contact with the Rishayim, so then it'll awaken something negative inside of him. He will not be the right person to contend with the Rishayim, but rather the only person that would be able to go against the Rishayim is somebody who is not going who who is so a hundred percent aligned and rooted at the source that 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 tzaddik gummer will not be disrupted by this temporary by this this uh this temporary ruach sa'ara this temporary burst of energy by the rasham that that is the one who would be able to contend with them how is it that a person becomes the tzaddik gummer he's able to totally separate out any admixture of of rishus uh, or, or of sitra achra from his from this uh, from within his dalad yisaidais uh, that in other words we said that post chet rishon uh, originally a person had his uh, the four elements that related to the makeup of the world but ultimately his own makeup of midos and post chet so these things have negative manifestations also there could be esh or ruach and there's positive midos and negative midos and there's an admixture how is it that we could separate out the negative part Parts of that from ourself. It's through learning Torah, but not just learning Torah, uh, the Dalad Amas of Halacha, Shalchanarach with the Paiskim. Because one of the worst types, or the, the, the worst type of, of, of sitra achra, of klipa, of ra, is not just where somebody does something negative, but it's where a person misuses uh, things that have a very high potential. When we say zelu umazeh, so things that, have a, that are higher on the scale of, of being powerful, so then those could be letaiv olamutav. So when a person uses taira and then they mislearn halacha and they use it either maybe for their own, uh, for their own purposes, they they structure together Torah ideas to support something that's that's actually incorrect. So then that's at the highest level. That's uh, we I think we mentioned Kairach uh, the last week. The highest level of Leitzonis is not somebody who sits around and tells you know inappropriate jokes. That person is stama low life. The highest person of le- uh, way of Leitzonis is when a person tries Kairach's, ar- Kairach's arguments were about mezuzah and tzitzis. They they distort halacha to their own ends, and we know that uh, that Kairach's end was was one of a kind. It was a um, so, so we, uh, but, but in any event, the way that a person aligns themselves and becomes a hundred percent tzaddik gummer, so and then starts separating out the admixtures of negative negativity and negative uh, expression within their midos is by learning halacha, and they're able to separate that out. And we said that through tefillah and through the uh, tefillah, which is bekayach, which is a lot, which is associated with the potential, and the taira is uh, bepayal. So as a person. Tefillah and Taira come together, which we uh, discussed how this comes up, starts coming up in several of the Tairas already. So that's how a person can bring themselves to, uh, to align with Taira and separate the, out the good from the bad. And then we discussed also uh, how this is associated with Arba Kanfais and with Tzitzis and the Ruach coming from uh, the, the ruach coming from all uh, Arab confluence from all the, uh, four corners of the world, uh, and attaching oneself to this ruach chayim through the mitzvah of tzitzis. And now we are going to start ice tess.
we've, so this is really, we've already talked about all of the concepts that come up in this Taira, and now we're going to finish up, uh, perhaps also, you know, adding in a small Nakuda here and there as we talk about it, but uh, either certain Rayas or other associations uh, in, uh, in, in Psukim or Mamre Chazal. So we had said that Ruach Chaim... Ruach Chaim is found in the uh, is found in the Taira, right? For Ruach Elokim Rachefes Alamayim, and Mayim is Taira. So he said that, and through Kabbalah Taira, so that's where the Jews were able to learn Ruach Chaim. However, what happened before the Taira was created before the world? Chazal tell us, but oh, we're not getting into that now. But what about before the the, the Klal Yisrael had access uh, to the Taira in that way? The Avais, we said that the Avais learned Taira, so they they had this attached. But in an actual Kabbalah satiridic sense, until we were in Mitzvah Va'isa and we had that attachment point, so the essence of life is found in the Taira, and we have to attach ourselves to that. Uh, we said that we attach ourselves to the, the Tzadik Gummer, who is Fokal Kuloi Taira. So by our attachment to the Tzadik, then we are able to also benefit, and when we draw on our Ruach Chaim, so we are able to draw on our own essence of life. So we're going to see a reference. What Chazal tell us that in Mitzrayim, which was before Kabbalah Satayrah, so the Kla Yisrael did not have the access, or certainly not in the same way that we have it now to the Torah. So the Pasuk says, the Pasuk completely says, They weren't able to hear him because of their shortness of breath in the context of the work, but we're going to explain that a little bit different based on the uh, based on what we've the concepts that we've been talking about in this Torah, they had shortness of breath. They were called them despondent, but they they were in a position where they were unable to renew to fill in their chisaron in their lave, their their lacking from with with a, with a re- renewed sense of ruach because they didn't have the Torah yet. which is the opposite of koitzer ruach ruche canal because we said that that Arachapayim, and we actually, uh, I think in the second year, we talked about in the context of the Yud Gimel Midais, Rachamim, so Erechapayim, but this comes through an Anacha, this groan, this intake of Ruachayim, and since Ruachayim is, is essentially found in the Torah, so we did not have that yet. And that's why it says uh, that they had this shortness of breath. Now, in order to in order to have a Zchus, to get out of the Mitzrayim, so first of all, there was Chos Avos, we said that the Avos learned Torah, and also it's brought down, that Maish Rabbeinu says, Mi Anachi Ki Eilach that who is that, who am I that I should take them out? And Rashi says, Mazachos. What's the zchos? Why? Because since they weren't makabel Torah yet, so where was going to be the zchos? Where were they going to be able to attach themselves to the ruach chayim, to the essence of life enough even to get out of Mitzrayim? This uh, situation, Mitzrayim, is actually broken up. Uh, Svarim tells us is Meitzar Yam. Right? Klal Yisrael has an infinite quality that that we have in Hashemor Yisrael Barayza Kutshebrichu, and Mitzrayim was able to, uh, as if to contain this. The Yam is something that's totally expansive and Mitzrayim is Meitzar was able to hold that back to, to, to seemingly put a lid on that so what Zechus is there in order if we can't uh, t- take our anchor and extend it out of that to line us up with Ruach Chaim how are we even going to get out of Mitzrayim 
So uh, it says that Bahotzia the that the uh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu Bahotzia Chasami Mitzrayim Ta'abdun that after Klai's will get out of Mitzrayim they're gonna they're gonna serve me they're gonna do Avoda and Rashi tells us Masha Shaltam Azchus you ask me what this Chus is it's this Chus Gadol Sheasid in the Kabbalah Satayra so even though chronologically it came later but uh, leaving aside leaving aside that from the point of view of of, uh, of Hakadosh Baruch Hu telling Moshe it was this Chus this this idea that they were gonna engage and that they were going to accept the Torah and be makabal and, and be able to be mamshich ruach chayim from the Torah, even though it didn't happen yet, that that tzchus was able to carry them through uh, and get them out of Mitzrayim. So it says, that's why it says they were mkaitza ruach shu hefech erech because that's the opposite of erech since they didn't have that longness of breath, literally, so to speak. So therefore they were missing this uh, this vibrance, this ruach chayim, this essence of life. Shu bechinas haruach chayim, shemamshich na which we are able to access through this intake of breath in a physical sense, uh, and they couldn't draw in their full measure of Ruach Hayim. So that was at the end of Ois Aleph in this Taira. Because Ruach is representative, it means it means the essence of life. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives what your heart uh, seeks, uh, that all of the chasreinahs are really found in the lave, and the Ruach HaChayim is able to be mashlim, this lacking that's in the lave, and since in Mitzrayim they didn't have the taira, so they weren't able to be mashlim what was in their, what was in their lave, and were associating at this point uh, the breath on the lave, the lacking found in the lave could be, uh, could be filled in from the breath that's taken in through the mouth. Vizehu, and that's why immediately after they left Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, when they were makabal the taira, they were now able to to be mashlim himself, bechinas uh, in in the vein of a pasuk in Tehillim, pei aleph yud aleph. It says uh, the beginning of the pasuk says anochi Hashem alokecha asher tzeisicha miyaretz mitzrayim, and immediately afterwards, the end of that pasuk says harchav picha va'amal ehu that open your mouth wide and I will fill it. But that's immediately coming. Amalei was coming shenesmale achisaron that the, the the lacking will be filled, and that's right after anochi Hashem alokecha that I took you out of mitzrayim. Why? Because what happened right after mitzias mitzrayim? They went. Forward to Kabbalah Satira, now they were able to be Mamali Vachisarum Vizehu. And this idea of Picha Malayu that I will fill that open your mouth and I will fill it, Pichinas Malapum, that is a Malapum, and Malapum is one of the Nakudos, the what it's, it's a U sound with a Vav with a dot in front of it. There was another tire I think, that goes further into, we'd not get to yet, but we've seen other nekudos. Uh, we, we saw a, uh, the segol and the chirik. We already talked about some of the panemius inherent in the nekudos. So this references, for now, the melupim. Uh, the, the, actually, the... Um, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Chaim Kramer's notes mentions, just for what this is worth to us right this second, that the Nakudos are, are represented as, as dots and dashes, and in the Nakudos there are actually 13 dots, two for the Tzere, three for the Segal, two for the Shva, one for the Chaylam, one for the Chirik, three for the Shurik, and the Malupam has one as well. That's the 13th, uh, the 13th dot, uh, and a lot of times we talk about the dots as being Yuds. Uh, we've talked about that before, because a Yud is essentially a dot with a little line, but uh, not getting into it now, but that these 13 dots are representative of the Yud Gimel Midas Rachmim, which would make them a lupim, the last one, Vinake, that would be already the Tzadik Gummer we're talking, where one comes to cleanse himself of all uh, of all of this uh, negative negativity, like we said, and he's able to contend with the Rosham. So at this stage that we talk about the Malupim, and the Malupim is a Yud and a Vav. 
the yud right next to the vav. Who bechinas yud mine defikin? So this yud is represent yud is ten, and this would be like the ten defikin, the ten pulses, because through a pulse one is able to measure the ruach chaim. Right, that's the vibrance as the heart pumps the blood around the limbs. So depending how a person's pulse is, you could tell something about the ruach chaim. And uh, the svarim, I guess, tell us uh, that that there are ten different types of pulses that would correspond to the ruach chaim. And since ruach chaim comes from the Torah, that would also be connected yud hadibrais. One of the uh, one of the other Torahs uh, was it uh, was it the fourth Torah? Uh, I think. But uh, we go look. But in any event, uh, we said that where there's a, where there's a gzera, so a person that does a mitzvah besimcha, a person can sensitize themselves since the mitzvahs correspond uh, to the different to the different ramach ramach evarim and shasagidin and the the different mitzvahs also is ramach asay and shasalose and so forth. And when a person is not able to do a mitzvah besimcha and tap into that, they could see where there's some sort of a lacking and what why why gzera is upon us. But the whole world really is parallel that that our Kaddish Baruch Hu's ischabris with the world manifests itself in different ways. In terms of the mitzvahs asay and los asay, and the the parts that that sh- that represent themselves in the human body, who is also a kaima shlema, so w- everything really corresponds. A person who's sensitive to these things, th- they're able to see tremendous things in the in the bria, in the way that it comes out, uh, and they can they they can uh, really align themselves with ruach hashem uh, and certain other messages and things that are going on in the bria. But in any event, so this this idea of yud mine defikin that there are ten different types of pulses that are representative of different types of Ruach Chaim as they come. So since Ruach Chaim is in the Torah, that would be connected Yud Debrais, which are the Ten Commandments are uh, in certain ways the foundation of the mitzvahs, the whole, I think they say that all the, all the mitzvahs can be found within the Asarasa Debrais. It could be, it's brought down even within Anoichi, but all of the Ten Debrais are, are with Anoichi Lo Yeh, but in any event, all of the mitzvahs can line up within the Asarasa Debrais. So this is the source, the essence of life. Vahadayifek and the beating Hu Alideha Ruach Kayadua. Right, we, we mentioned already in from the uh, from the Raya Mehemna that that was a pasuk in in Yecheskel uh, that from Arba Ruchais. So the Zayar told us Shehin Arba Oisios Havaya that that uh, that 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 these are Arba Asvin Havaya. That uh, but I'm reading in the Targum that I have from that piece of Zayar that these line up with the four uh, with the four Oisios of the Shem Havaya, and this is the Ruach that is that beats throughout all of the arteries of the heart. And it brings a pasuk from Yechezkel also from the first parak El Ashir Yeshama Haruach Lelechas Yelechu that a person is driven by the ruach and over here also by the beating of the heart and of course what goes down here parallels uh, the spiritual energy the what's going on upstairs what's going on in terms of investing the world with uh, with energy and that parallels its way in terms of the way that the uh, the Eilam Asiya, uh works as well Valkena Sara Mine Defikin and therefore the ten types of heart beating Kenegid Aseres Hadibra that parallels with the Aseris Hadibris, the reason being that the Ruach, which is essentially represented by the pulse, that Ruach Chaim is really in the Taira, such that the Yud of the Malupam is representative of the Ruach Chaim uh, that's found in the Torah that we have to attach ourselves with. Now the problem is, is that that's great, but how is it that we need to draw a bridge between us and the Ruach Chaim, between us and the Torah? So we had discussed this when we talked about the uh, the, the Nahar, that the river is coming down, I think, by, by the... Uh, um, 
that that was we discussed it a little bit by the Menorah Sazav, I think, but last week. But in any event, uh, so we say the, how we can do that. So that's the vav with the malupim because the the nakud of a malupim is a vav with a dot next to it. So or towards the inside of it, vav, which is like a tinner, which is like a pipe. Now that we have the ruach chayim, we need access to it. So that's going to be the vav that is like a pipeline behind malupim malay pum, which is like fullness of mouth. Through the hamshachas haruach, through filling up the mouth, so to speak, and later on we'll say really the breath is going into the lungs. Um, that the same way that there are hamisha chamshe taira, and there were the five strings on David Amelos harp, that there are going to be five, uh, five lobes of the uh, of the lung, but uh, where, where we draw in the ruach into uh, really all of these things. This is when you look under the hood. So you you see when you look from the outside. We've said this before. It seems that there are so many different facets to creation and reality, but as you go deeper and deeper and you work towards the Shairesh, you could see that's the idea of this panemius, that for somebody who doesn't learn in the panemius, it seems to be that there's no connection and, the, and that you're trying to make these, uh, these dotted line connections, A to B to C to E, right, to all, all these things, um, it seems like a stretch, but once you're able to dive, take a deeper dive and you can see that uh, you, you learn a little bit of the panemius. So now when you work your way back out, it becomes beautiful. It's not, it's, it's not that you're making false connections between things that aren't connected, but rather when you start from the inside out, you can just see that it's the same idea that's represented in different contexts, uh, even though those contexts would not otherwise seem to have what to do with each other. So now, now when we draw the ruach in, the chisarin can be filled up. That after we got the Torah, we said after that took us out of Mitzrayim. So now that's the pasuk in Tehillim, because now we'll have access to Torah. Canal to fill up the Mishalos Libecha to fill out what was lacking in our heart, the Koitzer Ruach. Now we'll have access to the Yud Gimel Midas Rachamim. Now we're going to have the Erech Apayim. Shezehu Bechinas Malapum Malaypum Canal of filling of the mouth, the Malapum, which is the final stage, the Tzadik Gomer, like we said of the Yud. At that stage is where everything is mashlam itself, and we're able to line up with our uh, line ourselves up with uh, with Ratzon Hashem, and be able also to be able to contend with Rishayim. Uh, also, the other uh, Chaim Kramer note brings. Uh, it seems that it's, it will be further addressed in Taira Kuftes, but he mentions Kol Daidi Daifek. So that's a pasuk from Shira Shirim, but Daifek, which is knocking, is similar to the word for pulse. And he says that that sometimes the 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 what word is it? What drives a person when a person has a, a certain yearning for? Something right, the taivas it could be for better or for uh, for for worse. But he says that when the heart yearns and pulsates for for holiness, for kedusha, for taira, and sometimes the the heart a person is yearning and he feels a gap. He's looking for things that might not be kedusha. So as a person uh, seems to be able to fill a lack, they have to look for a lifeline. Sometimes they look at, hopefully for a positive lifeline. And once they're attached themselves to the emes and the truth and ruachaim and taira and sadikim, then everything else falls away and can't affect them. 
But unfortunately, Risham also, when they have that called daifake, when they have that daifake, they they have uh, when they have a lacking, they can look to something where their heart is yearning for the negative thing, and they can attach to uh, they can attach to a uh, to, to to the negative sources, which ultimately are temporary and won't carry the day. But in the short term, they can be very energetic um, to the point that uh, that somebody who's not a tzavik gummer will not be able to contend with them. Vizel inside the text again that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim, then we went towards Kabbalah's HaTorah, because that's where we had, that's where the Ruach was. And that's why it's specifically the next Pasuk says, now that there's Ruach Chaim, we're able to have the Vav. Now that there's the Yod, which in the Malupim, which represents the Ruach Chaim, now we have the Vav, which we're able to draw a channel and attach ourselves to that. Bechinas Malupim, Kanal Bechinas Shleimus HaChisarayin, so the male pum, the opening of the mouth, so Hashem can fill it up. That's a, the same bechina of the, the nakuda that's called malopum, which is a bechina of shlemes hachisarim, filling in the lack. Hidaika, that's specifically achar yitzias mitzrayim. That's where it happened. In yitzias mitzrayim, there was kaitzer ruach. But after they went out uh, and they had access to ruach ayim, so then they were no longer kaitzer ruach. Now they can engage. They could be bechinas erach hapayim, which is bechinas hamalcha meyaret mitzrayim sheoz nisbatel bechinas kaitzer ruach. That's where they no longer had to be shortness of breath, even they were able to fill their lack in. They could open their mouth and fill it up to fill in their lacking, which made them despondent and they didn't have, they, they didn't have this attachment as much to the essence of life, even though HaKadosh Baruch Hu did give them access to get them out of Mitzrayim. He gave them some number of mitzvahs that they had and there was a chus avos and in the future they were going to have this attachment that they were going to come to a place where they would uh, be a macabre the Tyra, but at the time they did not yet. But they would come to where they could open their mouth. Tying everything that we've discussed in the Tyra together, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu could fill in what our heart is seeking. So, so now, and when a person groans, so then this is an expression of tshuva, there's something that's a brachin, there's something wrong, and now they have to fill in, they'll fill in with an intake, uh, with this intake of air, with Ruach Chaim, uh, to fill it in and reattach themselves to the essence of life. And now the attachment to tzitzis, v'yalkein nizki yitzies mitzrayim, the parashas tzitzis, and that's why we said that tzitzis also, koyamar Hashem me arba rucha yizbaya ruach, is a pasuk in Yechezkel, tzitzis also is representative, we saw the modern Rabbi Bukhana, is representative of the, the, the ruach, which comes from the four directions, even though we explained why in the in the when we discussed David that it was the ruach tzafini, uh, the 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 ruach that uh, comes from the north, uh, which is representative of uh, that the the north if the. Uh, East is on top, so the north is on the left. Uh, so if the north is on the left, there's uh, we say that the chisarn is like in the left side of the heart that the ruach came to fill in the the lacking. But over here, in any event, that's why we're mentioning itzias mitzrayim when they went from a stage of koitzer ruach to be able to fill it in. They attached themselves to ruach chayim by kabbalah satayra. That's why in the parsha of tzitzis, because tzitzis is a bechina of ruach of the essence of life. Ki tzitzis bechinas haruach chayim bechinas me'arba ruchos kana. Uh, like we said, that the tzitzis are representative of the four uh, ruchais. Period. 
Uh, and then, weiter. So good. So now we're going to go to the, to the next piece. So we said that the Ruach Chaim is mashlim, all of the chesronos, all of the lacking of a Torah. A person realigns himself with the essence of life by taking in an anacha, and that Ruach Chaim comes from the Torah. And we said that a person's makeup, his character makeup, the world's makeup, there's Eish, Ruach, Maimon, Afar, and there's, right, there's Domeim, uh, Tzomeach, there's inanimate matter and organic matter, there's, uh, there's plant life, and then there's animals, uh, and then there's there's a medaber and there's people and there's uh, the, the midos represent themselves differently uh, aligned with these these four yisaidai. So a person is a makeup of dalad yisaidai, and these dalad yisaidai really are toiv and ra. Person can be fiery in a positive way and fiery in a negative way. We discussed it a little bit more in depth in the fourth in the fourth tyra. And these are these are sourced really in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's chabras with the world from the Isis and the Shem Havaya. And through Tyra and Phila, we were able to separate out the negative parts of it, the negative expressions of these things within us through, tira, through learning Tyra and specifically in Habim Mavar, the Halacha. But our attachment, we bring Kayach into the, to the Payal through Phila and Tyra. We said that the Ruach Tzafaini hits the, the strings of the harp, and that's what makes them resonate. That's what's able to bring me Kayach ala Payal. So there's Ruach, there's the, the Ruach is there, but the, the Ruach blows on the Torah. We said that Tyra and Phila come together. Uh, and we said, that the the four these four ICAs and these four ruchos are represented by the by the arba confos by the tzitzis. Now we're going to explain that the 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 havaya the shem havaya. Um, as it as it's, uh, it manifests or as it comes as it attaches itself to this world is uh, through the through the hours of the day is a constant renewal. We say the The example that we've used in the past is that this world is like a gas flame. If you like that, Marshall, that even though I could take a picture now and I could take a picture one second from now or one hour from now, it's actually a totally different flame. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will explore that idea uh, a little bit better uh, in in a few minutes, which if anything, it's one of these things, like if you listen to this year today, then it was worth it for that, although I think we've mentioned it before. But how, even though HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us a gift of some of a continuum so that we have a makom of avoda, but every single second is a totally new snapshot of life. It's a totally new opportunity, and it's invested actually with a different uh, with a different expression of divine energy that we can attach ourselves to. We are not held back now because of one second ago, and we can be masakin that in a different way, and we can draw in that Ruach that essence of life associated with it that was the not there, uh, that was not there even a second ago. It's it's always different. So let's see. Gam diber azme inyan shteimetz reishais. That there's twelve hours hayayim shteimetz reishos halayla. There's twelve hours of the day and twelve hours of the night. Even though it's not always exactly the same on the sixty-minute uh, clock that we have, like on our watches, but the way that the halachic hours work is that you take okay, it's a machlokas, sunrise to sunset, or or or, or nates to tzeisakochav. However, you divide it up, you divide the daytime and the nighttime into twelve equal parts, and those are the halachic hours. So, so we say that there's twelve hours of day and twelve hours of night. If you are familiar with math at all, and you want to know how many permutations something has, so if there are let's say four letters, right? Aleph, Bez, Dalet, and Gimel. And you want to know how many potential combinations there are. So what you would do is four times three times two times one because there's the, you could put any one of the four letters in the first slot. And then once that's, that's used up, there are three letters left that can go into the third slot, uh, into the second slot rather. And then the Aleph and Bez are there, Aleph and Gimel or Bez and Gimel, whichever one goes first. And there's two letters left in the second slot. So four times three is 12, times two is 24, times one is one. 
However, because Shem Havaya is Yud K Vav K, there's two Hays, so therefore it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be 24 because in the combinations there's no difference if it's Yud Vav K K or Yud Vav the other KK, it's two Hays. So there's 12 different combinations of the Yud K Vav K. Sometimes if you're looking like one of the Sidurim that have, uh, you know, I don't know, Masak Midvash or whatever it is, you'll see, you'll see different Sirufim maybe around, uh, around Berchas uh, in uh, the Mosef of Rishchidesh. There's different Sirufim, so they're lined up with the months and with the, with the hours of the day, different types of things. We're not familiar with all these things, but uh, we, will, we will gain from what we can. So throughout the hours of the day, every hour is associated with a different Siruf, a different combination of the letters of yud Vavke vav in a different order. B'chal Shai, uh, and it's going to be in a different order. If we know chalakim, it's when the uh, when the by kiddush achaydesh when the gabai gets up and announces it. How many chalakim there are? What are these chalakim? That every hour has sixty minutes, right? And every minute is divided up into eighteen chalakim, which is roughly three and a third seconds or so. So if you take sixty, if you take sixty minutes, and each minute has eighteen chalakim, that makes it that every hour has 1,080 chalakim. I believe they might have a note over here, which if I understood it correctly, the Rambam says that the Milo, why we use a 1,080 uh, as the number for hours, it's because it has a lot of factors. It could be divided 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, and 10, and therefore for purposes of, of figuring out ca- exact calculations, the sun, the moon, the, the mazalos, whatever they are, seasonal changes, it's a, it's a very good number. But in any event, so we have, we have 12 hours. Each hour has a certain tziruf, a certain order of the yudke vavke, so, and within each hour that's within a particular tziruf, an associated with a particular combination of the letters of Havai, of divine energy, there's going to be 1,080 chalakim. Now, v'chol chelek v'chelek, mitav taf reish pe chalakim, every single chelek yesh bo gamkein tziruf Hashem. Each one has its own unique, also tziruf Hashem, now, what does this mean? So I saw two different ways of, of addressing this. One of them is actually, it's a statement from Rabbeinu B'chaya, Rabbeinu B'chaya, but one of the Rishonim, the Talmud of the Ramban. So he made a statement which is a little bit enigmatic, and the Shla fleshes that out. Uh, we are not necessarily going to understand this, but just so that we can have a hint to know that it exists, um, which will just, uh, it, it's good to, to have certain ideas. Uh, I understand it the best that I can, but to, to give us a a little bit of chias and hopefully in our daily avoda uh, to understand the power and the opportunities that are inherent in every single second of the day. Says Rebbeinu Ba'achia, Kailel Shem Havaya is Kailel B'tzirufo Asho Shehen Yudbeiz B'yayim V'yudbeiz Balayla. This is already a Rishon. He says that the, that the Shem Havaya has 12 combinations in the day and 12 combinations in the night. V'kailel Gam, I'm reading out of the Lashon Rebbeinu Ba'achia, V'kailel Gam Haragayim Shehasimen Behem, and it also includes the second, and the simon of them is a pasuk in Yeshaya, Fsiba. Aleph pay is a thousand eighty. Aleph is like Aleph is a thousand pay is eighty. Shin ayin hay is is hour. So it's one thousand eighty if you divide it up in like a lashin nitrikain. Aleph pay shmainim shah, meaning. 
if it's 1080 parts of the hour, Sharei Begilgal Ois Rishain, that if you to put it with combo combined with it, the first letter, Lar Basan, to the other four, Kailal Kaminin Haragaim, it'll come out to 1080. To explain this, the Shla says that there are, if you say Yud K, there's, there's four letters of Yud K Vav K, and there are six, just follow with me for a second, and there are six possible Nakudos. The, the Nakudos are the, uh, the, the, the kubots, the u sound, kamats is a, tzere is a, chirik is e, chaylam is o, shva is a, a bainanis, and he, we, put, we put the pasach and the kamats together and the segel and the tzere together. So for, for these purposes, he says that there's a potential of six different nakudos, six different sounds, general sounds that the mouth makes, u, a, a, e, i, and e, and if you take so, if you take an aleph and you put it together with each of the letters of yud kei vav kei, and aleph is first of all aleph is yichud hashem, aleph is oneness, but aleph is also twenty six. Why? Because an aleph is uh, the 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 shape of an aleph is a yud above, a yud below, and a vav that slash in between. So this is also the the gematria of. Yud Kevav K is 26. So now if you line it up, let's say you take an Aleph. So we said that there's six Nakudos. So you take an Aleph with the first Nakuda, let's say a Kamatz, and then you line it up with, with a Yud with all six nakudos, so that would be six combinations. Let's say a uh, with yud is u, a uh, with yud uh, with a tzere, let's say is a, and you do that. So that's six combinations, and then you take the aleph with the next nakuda. So first you start with aleph, let's say u, and then you take the aleph with the next one, which would be a, uh, right? And then you combine the aleph with the second out of six nakudos, and then you combine it again with the yud with all six, and then you do that. So that would be thirty-six combinations. Right, the the aleph with the first nakuda with all with the yud with all six, and then the aleph with the second nakuda with all six combinations associated with the yud. If this is beyond us, then don't worry about it. But we'll just we'll we'll just speak it out. So that's thirty six combinations of the aleph with the first yud. So aleph is gematria one, a yud is gematria ten, and if you put together the gematria, that's three ninety six. Now aleph with the first hey, so that would be another thirty six combinations. And if you, since Aleph is one and Hey is six, so that would be a gematria of six times the th- 36 combinations would be 216. And then the same with the Vav and the same with the Hey. And if you add up the gematrias of the combinations, that if, if you add up the gematrias of the combinations of uh, each of the 36 combinations of the Aleph, with each one of the letters of Avaya, that's 1,080, okay? Another way of looking at this brought by the Reish's Chachma, which is much simpler, is, is uh, I, I think it's brought by the Reish's Chachma, or if Kramer brings it in the notes, is that the yud ke vav ke sometimes you'll see in a sitter you'll see you, you know yud ke vav is built out with chiriks uh, under all four letters or if you you'll see it with a with a with a malupum by all four letters so it'd be yud malupum you and then who and it gets written out like that so since there are 10 nakuda combinations he brings associated with the 10 spherous ways to write out the shame havaya with those nakudos so that would be 
10 different kudos and yudke vavke is four letters, that's 40. And so if you pair them together with the 27 letters of the aleph base, which would be 22 letters plus five endo letters, uh, right? Final letters. So 40 times 27 would be 1080. Now, all of this is beyond us, but the point is, is that it's uh, unbelievable the way that the Bria is structured. And if you look at it like this, so again, there's 12 hours. Each hour has a different formation of Yudke Vavke. Within each uh, Yudke Vavke, there's 1,080 different combinations within the hour, all of which are different so that throughout the day, there's one of the combinations associated with one of the particular formulations of Yudke Vavke. It's a totally different piece of divine energy. Now, I mentioned that I would flesh out one other idea, um, is that... There is, it, it, the Pasuk says, I, I, maybe the Rashi's Chachma says this, I did not see it inside, it could be a Maimon brought it, but he said, Kisheshes Yamim, so it should say, Kibisheshes Yamim Hashem, Asa Hashem is Maim Vasaretz, HaKadosh Baruch created the world in six days. Why is it six days Hashem created? The other meaning of that is that HaKadosh Baruch who created the days themselves. What does this mean to us? So we tend to think of time as just this, uh, you know, time just exists. There's, I, I, time runs on, and I exist within the structure of, of whatever it is. I'm standing in a room and time is just the continuum along which I operate. But that's not really true. What it is, is uh, the, the example that I like to use is a flip book. If you remember, depending on how uh, primitive the games you used to play as a kid are, you could take like a, you know, a, little note, a little notepad, maybe post-it notes or whatever, and you can you know, draw like a little scene. Sometimes it used to be a dot or a fish or something in one place, and then the next page would be one second over, and then the next page would be like, you know, one centimeter over. And then if you would flip the pages, you, you would, uh, you, you know, you, you would look at them very quickly. So then it would look as though the fish or whatever it is, is moving across the page. But each separate page on its own stands on its own. It's only when they come together that there seems to be this continuum. So a Kaddish Baruch who created, as it were, the way that we look at it, is a lot, just, just an infinite, well, not infinite number, but a, 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 a continuum of, of snapshots of frames in time. And therefore, uh, like we've said, I heard this line from Rav Pincus, who was coming off of a, uh, who was coming off of a, I think maybe a line, a Sefer Yetzirah, from Pasuk and Yecheskel, of, uh, of Ratzai Veshev. But, but anyway, he, he said that, you know, we tend to think of ourselves that today was not such a good day because I was only 5% good. And he says, you're not 5% good. You were 100% good 5% of the time. And there's a desire that, uh, I don't remember which chapter it's in, but when we learn uh, Ali Shur uh, once a week, if anybody can IM me, I can tell you the piece that talks about this in a Musr context. I think he brings a desire that it says, uh, I think it says by, that by Yaakov Avinu, it says that, that when a person goes for, goes for a cheshben and nefesh in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, then it's not just that we're going to look at things in a, in a total way, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're going to give din v'cheshben on every single, every single second, every single day, every single situation that we're in life has its own opportunity for greatness. So in a way that that's very scary, but in a way it's also an opportunity because it could be that today wasn't that great, but right now at this very second, it means that right now I have an opportunity for greatness. Right now on the page, even though I might not have been good for the hundred beforehand, but as far as the, 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 the page, the frame, the snapshot in time that I exist in right this very second, I can knock it out of the park. I was about to make a statement. I was about to say, Lashon Hara, right now I am not going to do this. I can fully be masaking this second of divine energy and the, 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 it's brought down 
that the average breath that a person takes, an adult person, is about three and a third seconds. So that each uh, second, which is Ruach Chaim, which is our attachment to the essence of life, to the Torah, to the divine, to HaKadosh Baruch who breathed in the breath of life into us, I believe this is coming from the Reishas Chachma. I think Rabbi Maimon was talking about it. I was listening to the Shir. But he says that every single one of these seconds is a new opportunity for us to, uh, to attach ourselves to the Ruach Chaim. When we take that breath, 1,080 breaths approximately an hour, Every single second is a new opportunity for us to attach and be appropriate and draw our essence of life in an appropriate way. So from right here going forward, it's the beginning of the rest of our lives. And all this is the Bechina of Ruach Chaim, that is the pulse going through our veins. The malupum, right? All the, everything that we've been talking about it. Every single second is a new frame of divine energy going into the world through the one thousand eighty parts of each hour and the twelve different hours of the day and the twelve different hours of the night. And uh, Rabbi Nassim says that I did not hear well. Rabbi Nachman explain it. And the maskilim will understand whatever. So we understood whatever we could from this connection between. Uh, the breaths and the doifak and the, uh, the, the, the pulse and the rachaim going through the body throughout the 1,080 parts of the hour and each hour and the 12th, the, the yudbeis tzi rufei havaya, uh, where, um, where we are able to access and attach ourselves to the rachaim in a brand new, fresh way every single second and chilek of the day. Period. Next piece. Now that we've explained that the Rishayim, that are Chaylaik and Sadiqim, are Mechabel, their divine energy from their alternate source, so to speak, which again is not as primal as the source for truth, we are anchored in the Ein Saifius, right? If a person is attaches himself to the Torah and the Ruachayim, so then they are attached all the way at the, at the ultimate source, the Rav, the Klipa, the alternate source of, of energy at the Rishayim, take the Zelu Umazah, is really in a certain way created by a, a distortion much further down along the chain, Alufe Esav, we said the chieftains of, of Esav, Esav is, it was Seir, was Harry, that's a Ruach Sa'ara, and we said that the Hachna, being able to put that down, is through the Torah, where the Tzadik HaEmes is able to, uh, the, the example that we gave is, let's say a person, you know, is going to have to go into a club or a non-kosher restaurant to go, you know, pull out some, uh, some people that are there and help be Makari of them. If that person is going to hear the music and start having these, like, back-in-the-day type thoughts, or will think that the food tastes delicious, so it's going to awaken something inside of him, he's not going to be it. But if you have a person that walks in there, and from his point of view, you know, it may as well be a pet food store. It doesn't resonate with him at all. It, there's, there's nothing that's going to, to, to impact him from the Ruach Sa'ara. He's totally divorced from it. So then that's the type of person that's going to be able to contend with these Rishayim and to be so, and we are able to be Mavara, the Ra from the Tov within us by engaging the, the hal, clarifying Halacha. And now we will explain this in the context of Pasuk. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, Rechev Eloikim Ribaisayim, the chariot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, is two times, Rebusayim uh, is two times 10,000 is 20,000, Alfei Shinon, thousands upon thousands. But we're going to darshan that out, that Alfei Shinon is, Alfei She'enon is less 2,000, is really 18,000. So it says, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chariot, as it were, came 
that had 18,000 angels. So also brought down that Shin'an is a, uh, like the, the four, the, the four, uh, the, the four malachim or the entities around the chariot is, is the Rosh Yitavis. Shar, uh, Shar, Nesher, Arye, and Nun would be Gematri of Ha'adam. But in any event, we're going to darshan this out to say that Rechav Elohim Ribay Sayim, Alpha Shin'an, uh, let's see. It's going to be this idea of the Tzad Gomer connecting to Tyra and being able to, uh, to put down Asav. Alpha, so Alfe is Alufe Esav. That's like this negative, the source of negative energy because Esav, again, is a Ruach. His Seir is Ruach Sa'ara. It's this alternate negative source of energy. Through the chariot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is Ribay Sayim, Bechinas Kabbalah Satayra. Like the Pesach says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu came down with his chariot of Malachim, so to speak, for Baibatan Taira. Shemisham, that from the Taira Makablan HaRuach Chayim, HaRabbanim Dekedusha, that through our attachment to Taira, that's where we can attach ourselves to the source of life, like we said in Ice Bays, through this Alfe Shinon. So the way that we explained it before, and one of the drushes is Alfe Shinon is Alfe Shinon is twenty thousand minus two minus two thousand minus two thousand is eighteen thousand. But now we're going to say that. Through this Rechav Elokim Rebbesayim, we're able to take away the Alfei, take away the, whether or Alfei, it's Alfei, is like Alufei Esav, we're able to take away the, 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 the power and the strength of the, uh, of the Rav, the Klippa, the Ruach Sa'ar of Esav, that, again, what it says is our attachment to Taira, less the Elef. That through Taira, where that's our connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, through our connection through Achaim with Taira, with the Tzadik Gummer, with Halacha, with clarifying, with aligning ourselves with the true source. That's how Alufa Esav are put down. When there's a Ruach Sa'ara and it's not a Tzadik Gummer like we saw in the Mimer of Rabbah Rabbachana, so then the Tzadik goes under the knee uh, in that. Uh, in that uh, mimer of the Russia, but uh, uh, a tzaddik that's a tzaddik gummer, so he's able to be machnia to put down to subdue the rishon. Rav Rav Esav Shem Bechinas Rav the Klipa Bechinas Alfei She'enon that 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 when the person is aligned with Tyra. So then he puts down the alfei, the alfei over here in our drush is the alufei esav. He's machnia the, the 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 power, the the temporary power, the ruachsar of esav shalufei esav ravrave esav nisbatan veinon that through Torah and the source of ruachayim uh, a person is able to make it that the alufei are enon that the alufei are no more their power is no more um, that that they don't have any any substance to it. Now the next we said that in ois bays over here we said that ruachayim is the ruach tafinus that would blow at chatz. Uh, through David Hamelach's harp, and that that Ruach Chaim is really the tyrant to be able to mashlim the chesrainais. Now we're going to see something interesting. So ultimately, a harp that's that's wonderful. We said that the strings of the harp, and we even said it aligns with the strings of the tzitzis. Uh, so that's where we said that the tzitzis aligns with Ruach and Ruach Chaim. But the harp is ultimately a musical instrument. So how do we see that? Not just that the anacha that are grown that are cracked is able to fill in the Ruach Chaim. But how do we see also that the Kayach Nagina is also able to do this? That the, the, the Koach of Song, we saw, we talked about Song in the third Taira, but that, that was this, right? The, we say that sleep is 160th of death. The, the harp woke David Amelech up at Chatzais, that he was able to engage in Taira that brought David Amelech back to Chiyas, to the essence of life. So he brings a Pasig that it says that from the, the corners, again, corners, Knaf is representative of Tzitzis, from Knaf Aretz Mira 
Kulanu, we saw, we saw, we heard song, although those mirrors can also be cutting things away. Tzvila Tzadik, it'll be beauty for the Tzadik, that the Tzadik, all of a sudden, when engaged in Ruach Haim, the Tzadik's beauty is restored. Vayimer Razili, Razili, that there's a, a different Pshatim and how to touch up these Psukim. We'll be touching it uh, straight uh, in one way, one reading of it. And I saw, and I said that there was a secret in me, a secret in me. Oily, to Bnei Yisrael, Baigdim Bagadu, those that rebel against Hashem, Ubeged Baigdim Bagadu, and uh, and those that really rebel, but or, or those that rebel, and even those that rebel against the rebellers, those are also rebelling against Hashem. We're going to see the way that we're going to tie it up in Panemius. We're going to talk about beged Baigdim, those who rebel against the beged against the mitzvah of tzitzis. So then, that's the, those are the ones who become divorced from Ruach Chaim. Miknafa Aretz from the four corners of the earth. Zebachinas Kanfeat Tzitzis. So because of the from associating with the four the Ruach coming from the four corners, that's the Bechina of Tzitzis of Ruach Chaim. Shesham Haruach Chaim. Like we said earlier in Ois Ches, Shehu Bechinas Kinar Shel David, that that is uh, 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 aligned with the idea of the of David Hamelach's harp, that the Ruach came in and resonated, uh, made the, the five strings resonate. The Chamisha Chum Torah, we said that Tyra and Tefillah coming together, Shehaya, that Mikayach uh, Elapayel, Shehaya Minagin Al Yidei, Haruach Hatzafainis, like we saw in, in Ois Beis of this Tyra, that through the Ruach Chaim that blew, Ruach Chaim Rachefes Al Mayim, through the Ruach Chaim coming together with the Tyra, that's what brought out the Ruach Chaim. Now, what does this have to do with music? Kiyanagina Vahazmira is because when a person sings, Nimshachin Mea Ruach Chaim, Shebekanfei Rea Kayadua, it's known to us, right? That, that in the Rea, in the lung, there are five lobes, and these five lobes parallel the the five strings that we said, and through the breath that a person takes in, we were talking about in the context of tshuva, of anacha, of recognizing a lack, but over here a person takes in ruach, and the ruach comes in and it fills up the five lobes of his lung, and now it comes and, and now it comes out through the windpipe, and it's able to come out with a song, with, with, a, with a sound, with negina and zmirais, a person get closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we heard zmirais, bechinas hanigin shelkin or shel david, this is representative of the sound from David Amel's harp, Shubachinas Haruach Chaim, Shubachinas Kanfei Hatzitzis. That it's a Bechina of the Ruach Chaim, the essence of life uh, of Kanfei Hatzitzis, Bechinas Miknaf Haaretz, coming from the four corners. And by drawing in this Ruach Chaim, again, the Rishayim are put down. can grab the, the corners, hold on to the corners of the earth. And shake out the Rishayim. I think we brought this Pasuk also in Ois Ches. And that the Rishayim will be subdued by grabbing on to the Kanfos Haaretz, to the, tzit, the four corners, to the Tzitzis, which are representative of the Ruach Chaim, which coming together bring me allows one to attach and the Torah to resonate and for us to line up with the essence of life with the Torah through Tzadik Gomer. And this is that the Tzadik will become upstanding, a beauty for the Tzadik. Perish Rashi, and that in the future there will be a, a, a bring it up, a standing up, established Tzadikim. This is what we're saying. Through the Ruach, through the Shira, the Nagina, the Kinar of David, the music. Mizgabrimat Tzadikim. That the tzaddikim will be able 
to be misgaber on the rishon. It says the secret to me, the secret, two secrets oily. What is it that he was that the navi was expressing? Perish Rashi sheniglu nishlish neirazim. Two secrets. Rav peranias v'rav Yeshua that there, there will be hardship for Klal Yisrael at Chaman Litzlan, unfortunately, but ultimately there will be the Raz the Yeshua where the Rishayim will be put where the where the Rishayim will be put down. Vahare Tircha Kayeshua. The end of the pasuk says that the Yeshua is far in coming. It's all the way at the end uh, after the the the, uh, the enemies come. Hopefully, maybe maybe we're close over here, right? Says uh, the the pasuk says the Navi said that Oily Sheniglu Shnei Raz and Raz Peranias Raz Yeshua Kia Yeshua's Rashi. Thank you, Kia Yeshua Tircha. The Yeshua is far away. Vekaidem Lachen Yavo Ivan. But before that, the Ivan, the Rishayim, will seem to be in power. Right? Where the Ruach Saara, it'll be temporary but strong. This is what we discussed already. Um, the key now in Gullus, Haruach Shala Russia, Gadol Bashaito, because the Ruach of the Russia is very big in its time before it's subdued. This is where we're talking about maybe an ice gimel of this Tyra, that from that is where the Tsarais and the Rikhaz Gullus of Klai Israel come from because the Risham and the negative powers are at large. But ultimately, the way to subdue this is by attaching ourselves to the Ruach Chaim, to a Tzadik Gummer, to making ourselves work to being towards the Tzadik Gummer. What is Baigdim Bagadu? That the, 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 the ones who are rebellious rebel. That the Rishon, that are Chaylek on the Tzadikim, they're able to attach themselves to this Ruach Sa'ara, to this temporary, short lived, but very powerful seeming source of Kayach. That as long as there's no Ruach Chaim coming from the four corners, coming from our attachment to the mitzvah of Tzitzis, which is associated with a Beged. But Beged Baigdim Bagadu, why? Kiyanikas ha Baigdim who, where are they getting their source of strength through the fact that, that we are not attaching ourselves to the Ruach Chaim, that we're not engaging in what's represented by the mitzvah of Tzitzis. We don't do this mitzvah. Look around. Uh, today's generation, are people not careful about Tzitzis? I mean, I, I think that lately, perhaps, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where, where people live. Maybe we don't notice, but sometimes people don't want to wear Tzitzis. We see when Mamish and Ikvis and the Mashicha, it's this attachment his mitzvahs, maybe we could strengthen ourselves to be makbid on wearing, on, on making sure that we wear tzitzis. Uh, maybe with a hider, if you in, out, however, however you got to do it, but whatever the case may be. But bottom line is, it's coming from the pagam and tzitzis that we're disassociating ourselves. We're not lined up with the Ruach Chaim, Shehem, Beged, because those are from the four corners of the, on the four corners of the Beged. That's where the Klippa attaches itself, the, the Sitra Achra attaches itself, the Hainu Bipagama Arba Yesaidais, from uh, lacking in the four corners, Shachizas and Desha. Okay, now uh, finishing up this uh, this idea. Uh, right, so uh, but we but we said that when a person attaches himself to the tzaddik gomer who's coming, we already spoke out from uh, from a uh, talis lavan against the talis edom. Uh, we spoke about this in the uh, mimer of Rabbi Rabbachana. So that's where uh, that that's where the tzaddik is able to uh, to be Moshech through the yudgimal ridas rachmim uh, through erach apayim. We said the malupim harchav pichav amaleu so that he could be machnia the rasham. Aval sofs kol sof says inside the text uh, at the end. Lo said lava will be able to to uh, to 
rectify this idea in the Begadim Pachad, Vafachas, Vafachala, Yoshev Aretz. This is in the Pasuk that we were quoting that there's going to be destruction on all these other people, on the Rishos in the world. Kichal Rasham, Yechru, Vipolo, the Rasham will uh, fall ultimately. Kilasayf, Kalav, Nevad will be destroyed. Kanal, Kiatzadikim, Gemurim, Machniam Osam, Umashpilam Rasham, Adi Aretz, Aidea Ruach, Shechayim, Shalahem, that the Tzadikim who are now assigned with the true source, so they will not be disrupted or even affected. They will be able to be Machniam and put down this temporary short-lived source of energy and ultimately then there's nothing there. It's not attached to the source of life. Once it stops and it's subdued, so then there's nothing there. Like we said, the Rishama are really just living out a slow death. That it's coming from the true source, the true Ruach, the disrupted, the endless flow of energy and Ruach and that's from the Knafa Arts, from the four corners. That's where we see song. So you see that song is all, that's why we brought this, is also associated with Ruach. Last piece. And with the the kinar shel chamesh nimen and this harp which is uh, which is, has five strings bechinas hatayra. By the way, I saw it brought down kinar is if you rearrange the letters is ner chavav ner Hashem right ner Hashem nishmas nishmas adam. We talked about in the second tyra that the, the idea of uh, of the neshamas and the tzitzit neshamas the six hundred and uh, six hundred thousand letters in the tyra and six hundred thousand souls. But v'chein kasev bezayr v'tayv se atayra elu de tafsin bechinayra. Okay, it's coming off of bezayr. It says Rav Yisrael pasal hakainim. The types of Torah don't know me. Why the Kohanim are doing the avodah? They're the types of Torah. It says no. These are the Leviim that have the instruments, right? So it says the Tafsim Mechinaira. These are the ones who are grabbing onto the kinar, the, uh, the, uh, onto the harp, and the the, the kinar is is uh, the Torah. So again, we see this parallel by us. Chamesh ane is and again, it, there's five lobes of the lung, and that's what it says in the Gemara and Chulim. That why there are five lobes in the lung, again, three on the right and two on the left. Again, this idea of five, that's where the, the, the ruach is ultimately taken in, right? We give a krach, so you can breathe a shallow breath. It goes by the windpipe a little bit into the lungs. When you breathe in a deep breath and you fill in the five lobes of the lung, that's where you attach yourself to the ruach. It's brought down one of the mafarshim on this tire that as a person wraps themselves in the talus, you can do this. Do it, do it for yourself. Do it for somebody else that you know. Draw in the ruach into yourself. Attach yourself with this kavana. That's where the hamshachas ruach of the groan, the krechts, kayadur b'chush, like we see. Val that when the person groans and when the person does enough that that's it, the 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 lobes of the lung are filling up and ultimately emptying ultimately that the air is coming out of these five these five uh, areas of the lung and manifesting himself in, a, in an anacha or we saw in music that's why there's five lobes of the lung and last little note so we said that the kind is arba kanfais and now we said that there's something associated with four four ruchas is ruachayim and now we said that there's five is ruachayim because that's the tyra so let's just line up the, four, the tzitzis, which is the representative of Ruach Haim is four. And let's, well, where do we see five represented in tzitzis? Is Ruach Haim four or five? So we're just going to say that there's also a connection with tzitzis and five. Kanfei mitzvah inun heik sharon, because there's five knots. Lekabel shma, keneged shma, Yisrael, Hashem, Elokeinu, Hashem, Echad, Sorry, connected Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem doesn't have the word Echad, but that those are the five letters that it references. The Inun Lekabel Hashem Lekabel Heinimin the Kinor the David that's connected the five strings of the harp of David Ayin Sham. Okay, not familiar. Gam Ayin Bashmata Sazayer that also explains the connection with Kinor of David and Tzitzis.